Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us again tonight as we continue our retreat with a friend of Medjugorje preparing for the Medjugorje 40th anniversary. Our Lady in Medjugorje is doing something very evident and very, very unique. At least that's what a friend of Medjugorje told us in the piece that we're going to share with you tonight. This broadcast comes to us from July the 3rd, 2019. It was titled, Is Your Heart Parallel with Our Lady's Heart? And tonight, a friend of Medjugorje will speak to us about wondrous things, something which all of us are in need of hearing. And so here is a friend of Medjugorje, July the 3rd, 2019. And I'm always glad to be back, both in Medjugorje, or when I'm back here in Alabama, or back in Medjugorje. It's a beautiful connection. And having the privilege to be able to go back and forth and see the connections, it becomes more clear what I lady established here geographically in Alabama, at Caritas here, that what she couldn't do in Medjugorje, she can do here, and what we can't do, she does in Medjugorje. There's things that we're able to do with the messages that's not being done there. There's things that being there, of course, we could never dream of doing. But it's very clear to me that a lady is doing something, but something that is very evident. And a lady's message yesterday, July 2nd, she said the word evident. And it's very evident going back and forth that she has created an outlet to do some things with the messages that would never been done if she didn't call for what she did here with so many apparitions. There's not only a greater appreciation of Medjugorje and here, but the wedding of the two is through Our Lady a compliment that the perspective of the message is given more insight by being put into the way of life and the way we live every day. So this is something we don't deserve something that we don't deserve in Medjugorje, but a lady is here for us to do something very, very profound, very, very unique. And yesterday's message reveals some things that's very profound. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's July 2nd, 2019 message given on the day for non-believers through Mariana. Dear children, According to the will of the Merciful Father, I have given you, and will still give you, evident signs of my motherly presence. My children, this is a motherly desire for the healing of souls. This is a desire that every child of mine may have true faith, to live to see wondrous experiences drinking from the spring of the words of my son, the words of life. My children, my son, by his love and sacrifice, brought the light of faith into the world and showed you the way of faith. Because, my children, faith elevates pain and suffering. True faith makes prayer more sensitive and does acts of mercy, a conversation, a gift of alms. Those of my children who have faith 
true faith, are happy despite everything because they live the beginning of heavenly happiness on earth. Therefore, my children, apostles of my love, I am calling you to give an example of true faith, to bring light where there is darkness, to live my son. My children, as a mother I am telling you, you cannot go on the way of faith and follow my son without your shepherds. Pray that they may have the strength and the love to lead you. May your prayers always be alongside them. Thank you. Two or three weeks ago, I did a broadcast about child abuse through technology. And I was talking about that the children here, we see them when they're really young. They look at adults when I talk to them always eye to eye. And it's an incredible experience. Actually, I said it is a really wondrous thing. Speaking about these children, a child looking at you, how they have to make contact for them to be able to see and read you because they don't fully know the language at that point. It's even before they even speak. So our lady says, Yesterday, every child of mine may have true faith to live and see wondrous experiences. Three weeks ago when I said wondrous, I, I remember contemplating, why did I say that word? I never used that word. But our lady does things she lays out things that she's going to be saying that we come up and see later. That gives evidence of what she said also yesterday. I have given you and will still give you evidence, signs of my motherly presence. She was present when I was talking about these children and the abuse that was happening through the technological world and technological devices that we just give it to them. It's interesting that it's devices. Or is it a vice? That's what it is. If you look at it as a two, what is a vice on a workbench? You tighten it up, it squeezes, it holds on to you. These devices has got the full attention of these children. And so I was surprised when I used every child of mine may have true faith to live and see wondrous experiences. But that also says, and also relates to June 25th, the message just a few days before this. When a lady says, I am preparing you for new times that you may be firm in faith and perseverant in prayer. That's an amazing thing. When I saw that, I talked to the group in Medjugorje. This is like starting sports because what was preceded this, how our lady started the message was, I am thanking God for each of you in a special way. Thank you for having responded to my call. That's always at the end of the message. I explained to that group, is an acknowledgement, there's an achievement that's been done. And he says, I'm thanking you because you have moved to the next phase. And that's when she says, I am preparing you for the new times that you may be firm in faith and persevering in prayer so that the Holy Spirit may work through you and renew the face of the earth. This is a game changer. And that's what the coach tells us. Who's the coach? Our Lady. She's been with us for 38 years. This is the 38th anniversary. It's a big message. And we have the second of the month message comes up where she says, According to the will of the merciful Father, I have given you and will still give you. It's not going to stop. And still give you evident signs of my motherly presence. I've been harping on this since 1990. That Our Lady's presence here 
is something very profound. Not just the apparitions. And through those things, we will see wondrous things and experiences. And we're already seeing it. What are those things? It may not be what you might think it would be. These last couple of months, I've been with Maria and all her apparitions. It's a beautiful thing to go in front of Our Lady. And it's something I contemplate. And a few days ago, as I was pausing about that and thinking about when Our Lady would no longer be with us. And I'll be missing her greatly. And in that contemplation, I thought about Our Lady herself. When she walked with Jesus, when he was physically there before his crucifixion, and then the resurrection, he was still there. Yes, he disappeared some, but Our Lady still had him there in certain ways. After 40 days, when Jesus ascended into heaven, she didn't have him there. She did have his presence. She could pray. She'd feel his presence, but she didn't have the same thing. And what did it feel like to her? We know her prayers were deep. We knew that Jesus would be there with her, but not like it was before, after the ascension and before the crucifixion. In those beautiful days when Our Lady walked with Jesus across Israel, different places, side by side, and she sat down with them with conversations. Well, I'm explaining all this because a few days ago with Maria in her apparition, we were around her. There was a good crowd there, but there was one girl right behind her who immediately during the apparition went down on her face right on the floor. And she was possessed. And she was being choked. And you could see she was in pain. She was being racked. And through the silence of the whole crowd there, the only noise you could hear is her gagging with the sounds of trying to throw up something coming out of her. But what was the most strangest part of it is Maria's talking to Our Lady. The apparition lasted a long time, but this girl's possessed. Her hands are crinkled up and they're contorted. And so she's forced to be bound down in front of Our Lady with the demons in her. And in an extraordinary move, she tried to cover up her ears. But because her fingers prevented her palms from getting her ears, she turned her hands backwards. It actually looked like her left hand was on her right ear and her right hand was on her left ear. It wasn't. She completely twisted her arms around and covered up her ears with the back of her hand. And it was very evident to me that the demon could hear Our Lady's voice. And the use of the devil on this girl was trying to block the sound. I bring this point up because the devil's in the spiritual realm and Our Lady's in the spiritual realm and he's very aware she's there. But there's something supernatural to everybody, including me and the community members with me, that Our Lady's there. And we're the ones that's failed. The veil is in front of us. Our Lady is physically there. Maria sees her. She doesn't see a vision. She doesn't see an apparition. She sees the Virgin Mary who is physically in body there in presence. And the only other person could see that is that demon. And it was really an astounding thing to see, trying to cover up her ears so she couldn't hear the voice of the Virgin Mary. Our Lady said, March 18, 1996, My eyes and my heart will be here even when I no longer appear. And this is what I was talking about in the message today. That I have given you and will still give you evident signs of my motherly presence. Our Lady will quit appearing. It's going to be very sad. She's going to be gone. But she says in that March message, my eyes and my heart will still be here. It's going to be a different form. 
This is what I was referring to earlier, since 1990, that Our Lady is here with us in the last apparitions of the world, but it's going to be a different form of her motherhood, stronger than we had before the apparitions, and it's going to stay with us to the end of time. Because why? Because we have to have that. It's necessary. So she says, I'll give evident signs of my motherly presence. And after these periods of apparitions are over, we will have her. And when I say we'll have her, we will have her in a unique way that is not compared in the past, not repeatable from something in the past, and irreplaceable from in the past. A new evident power of motherly to act on the earth. That's one of the gifts that's going to be left to us. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. It won't be like what we were just in Medjugorje. The Virgin Mary is there. The supernatural part, what I was alluding to, is that we are veiled from seeing her. She's really there. There's a supernatural event happened to all the individuals there that keeps us from seeing her. The devil saw her. Maria saw her. But the fullness of her presence in the apparition is going to be transformed. And so for us, we're never going to see her again in the presence of the apparitions where Our Lady walked beside us. And we will miss Our Lady. I'm going to miss these apparitions. It's so beautiful going to the presence of Our Lady and pouring out our heart and speaking to her, asking those intentions. God the Father, why she's praying on me, I want those prayers for me, or whatever else others are saying. We won't have that again. And we're going to be lost. And we're going to miss these apparitions. And it's going to be a grief for many, many people. we got 24 more months before we enter into the 40th year of the apparitions. I'm telling you, you need to go to Medjugorje as many times as you can between now and then. 24 months. If you have to go five times, go. Because when she leaves, you're going to regret it. You're going to be lost. You're going to be missing her like crazy. Especially for those of you who are able to go. But you didn't. We know that we'll see our lady again. And we know she says, I'm going to be here, so she's never going to leave. We can say she never left because her eyes and heart are going to be in Medjugorje with a new efficacy, a new power, a new motherhood, just like she said yesterday, evident signs of my motherly presence. We'll see those things, but we won't have that glorious apparitions. Yes, in Medjugorje, we'll be able to feel her beside us, and we know we'll see her again.
husband and I went out to eat with some community members in Medjugorje night before last and this guy comes up and I didn't even look up and Maria he kissed Maria and greeted her and that's normal thing and I wasn't paying attention to him I looked up and Maria says oh this is and she pointed him to me and I realized it was Yaakov. And just looking at them two, and we all have history together. Maria and I and Yaakov would go to most stars, so we were very familiar with each other, but I hadn't seen him in a long time. We were outside eating, Maria was standing up, Yaakov, and they were talking, just real sharing with each other, because he hadn't seen her for a while. And just looking at these two people, they shared something in history, world history, 
then nobody can enter into. Nobody can understand them as they understand each other because they have a shared experience of heaven. Mariana told me that when Yaakov loses his apparitions, this poor boy, he does not understand what's going to happen. He has no concept of it. And our lady appeared to Yaakov and said, out of the blue, tomorrow will be your last apparition. He literally cried for three months, nonstop. Mariana, when she lost hers in 1982, and was told the tenth secret, she fell on the floor in a fetal position and went in deep, deep depression. They have to have an apparition once a year just so they can stay alive. How do you have apparitions every day and then just go? You can't survive that. They can't stay on the earth. So this song, you're gone now, but not forgotten. I can't say this to your face, but I know you hear. It's an amazing thing. Because she said that my eyes and my heart will be here even when I no longer appear. So this shows us evidence through her words, not just signs, that the motherly presence is going to be here in a new way that the world has never had. But still for us, it's close. And being in so many apparitions, we'll understand the words of August 25th, 1997. Now you do not understand, but soon will come a time you'll lament for the messages. Yaakov lamented. I was with Maria at Mass, way back behind the chairs, with thousands of people on the 24th. And we were sitting there for a while, and Ivanka comes up. So she's going to have her annual apparition the very next day. You can see it in her spirit, because I've seen her mass before. And she was so bubbly, so excited, so in anticipation, that she herself, Mariana, Yaakov, have said, in my darkest hour, I tell myself, I will see you again. They get to do once a year. But we who go there and just be in the presence won't ever have that again. And there will be, again, that great power of motherhood, but it's still not going to be the same thing as apparition. I'm going to miss it. And that's why every one of our community members, I have them always be in Maria's presence to represent the whole community. And that's a gift, that's a blessing. I have history with Maria to be able to establish that. And we learn things, we see things, we see this demonic trying to block the words that the demons in her can't hear that. It's a wondrous thing. Wondrous things aren't just something that's happy. That was a wondrous experience. That The devil didn't want to hear the beauty of these words because he hates her. We physically saw that. So on the 25th one, he says, I'm preparing you for the new times that you may be firm in faith and persevere in prayer so that the Holy Spirit may work through you and renew the face of the earth. That's the plan. Something's coming. This is happening. We're countdown. You're listening to Countdown to the 40th Anniversary with a friend of Medjugorje. Broadcasting on your favorite station, Radio Wave, 24 hours. You should be fighting to go to Medjugorje. You should be fighting to come here in Alabama. We had a priest from the diocese came out here a few weeks ago. He didn't even know what it was. A couple brought him out here. Didn't tell him much about it. He spent the whole day out here. He was blown away. He was shocked. At the end of the day, he left here angry. Really angry. And you know what he said? Why? 
because he's been in the diocese for over a year and nobody has told him about this place. And it's in his backyard. This is a place where Alev said of a meeting of hearts. This is a place of conversion, not devotion. People come here to convert. And Maria was just talking to me about this. It's time that the doors be opened here. That's what we said, 2019 Greenlight Medjugorje. You need to be involved. You need to be active. You need to realize maybe before the next 24 months, I'd like to go to Medjugorje three or four more times. You won't regret it. You may say, well, I've been there five times. I quit counting years ago at 200 times going to Europe and other places and many of those trips to Europe going to Medjugorje. And listen to the song. You have that feeling what it's going to be like. Yes, I'll see her again. But not having that luxury, that beautiful thing of the, being in the presence of Our Lady is going to be a great, great loss to the world because there's a uniqueness of this that has never happened in Christendom and it's never going to happen again. It is unrepeatable. It is irreplaceable. So I say these things to encourage you that these words on the 25th, preparing you for new times, it is coming. Don't put this off. We're lacking the ability to put out more printed material because people are so used to Medjugorje, they don't see the need to fund it on a continued basis. We're just starting. We're just at the starting line. We know it's a starting line because she says at the beginning of the message on the 25th, thank you for responding. I am preparing you. For what? To renew the face of the earth. What does she say in regards to this on the negative side? Satan wants war and hatred. The battle's not over. It's just starting. Well, there's several things in this message I found very striking, but one in particular I wanted to bring up to you, and it's the sentence that says, True faith makes prayer more sensitive and does acts of mercy, a conversation, a gift of alms. And I I found it interesting because I don't know if Our Lady has ever... I know she's never said the phrase acts of mercy, but then to give us a couple of examples of what those acts are. And the first one she gives is conversation. Now, I've been working with you on this new writing about the digital devices and technology. In this writing, you made a comment about a study that said that even just the mere presence of a cell phone in a room causes the quality of conversation to become much less. And with this time that we're in with cell phones and other digital technology, it's like people don't know what conversation is anymore. You've talked about that, going to a restaurant and it being silent, seeing people with their cell phones and texting back and forth. And so I found it very interesting that this is one of the acts of mercy that Our Lady is calling for us to do because we're not sensitive to that anymore. There's many times you come back from Medjugorje and you're dead tired, but you talk about how you get in the midst of a conversation with somebody on the airplane that needed to hear about Medjugorje. And so many of the people just want to block it all out watch TV or get on their cell phones or whatever. So I just wanted to know what your comment would be with that, that Our Lady was very specific that this is an act of mercy conversation. Well, I was sitting in a section where the stewardess, when they land, they pull the seats down. So she was right there next to the aisle, right there. 
where you can cross over from one side of the plane to the other. So we're landing in Atlanta, and she sits down, she starts talking to me, conversation. And I ask her where she's based. She says, well, we live in Atlanta. So we quickly turned over what we're doing with the mission. She saw that on my hand carry on a frequent flyer. So she said, thank you for your business, whatever. And so we started a conversation, and we talked about going to Rome and everything, and about, do you ever go to Rome? So it just fell right into Medjugorje. The male stewardess on the other side was facing her kind of catacornage. And so he heard that. So I keep these cards in the back of my, my pocket, and it says, this is my time, and it explains our lady. I gave it to her. She knew nothing about it. And she says, well, you know, I go to Croatia a lot. And I said, well, you got to go to this village. So we're approaching the airport, and we got in a dynamic conversation. And then this guy sees it, and he says, I live in Newman, Georgia. I've seen him on the flight going to Medjugorje semi-regularly, so I'm familiar with his face. And he sits there and says, well, I'm Catholic. Stewardesses don't typically talk about it like that. He just blares it out. So we had to talk really loud because the plane is landing. And he says, my wife's been to Medjugorje four years ago. And I said, well, we're in Alabama. And he just got completely excited. He said, my wife will come to Alabama. She'll come there. You know, she's a stay-at-home mom. She's into all this, all this stuff. I said, well, you'll come too. I'd been sitting next to a guy the whole trip because he's by the window. I'm on the aisle side. We never even talked, but I did some courtesies for him. He wanted to go to the bathroom, and the plates were still there. So I held it for, for 10 minutes because he had to wait in line to get up to go to the restroom. But we really didn't talk. So as we got up and the plane landed, I gave him a card. And he looked at it. He saw the Virgin Mary on it. He says, I don't want that. I said, I'll just read it. He said, I don't believe in God. He says, he's from Gainesville, Georgia. And I says, just read it. I says, you don't have to believe in God, just read it. He says, no, I don't want this. And it's sad, very sad. So I've been praying for this guy since the time because I, I actually was really nice to him about several things. And as we walked out, you can't argue with somebody like that because he was so adamant about it. But he was ugly to me while he was sitting there with me. He, he didn't want anything to do with God. So he's wounded. He's injured. It could be divorced parents, whatever. He's probably... 40 years old, so it wasn't a kid. My heart goes out to people like that. The empathy, knowing what they're missing, knowing what they're rejecting. And I gave them a special blessing. I prayed for him many times since last night. In the field, I prayed for him. That he's marked to the special blessing. That How can somebody reject that? And to me, what he was saying, I'm mad at God. Because you can't, you can't not not believe in God. You cannot have something on your mind where does God come to mind to this guy's heart? It's everywhere. How can it not be? So these people are not so much that they don't believe in God and they're apathetic about it. It's a reason they don't believe in God. Divorced parents, a tragic childhood. And that's why our lady's reaching with all the divine mercy what they said yesterday, according to the will of God, the mercy of a father, I have given you basically myself to be your mother. So these special blessings that our says to give the people, I believe will mark them. So God will come to their mind. He has to think about that because everything says all those things. They may be guilty. And I can tell it got it underneath the skin. And often these people really do want to believe in God but they're angry with him. 
What you did to me still burns In my memory like fire I went forever without words Just a melody in mine Walk and sweep it under the rug Hide your skeletons in your trunk Do your flashback to my eyes Do I come to mind Do the guilt creep in deep beneath your Does it feel like starting over? Or do you repeat your mistakes? Was felony the perfect closure? Do you even see the things you break? Does it hurt you when you hear my name? Do you think that you could ever change? No hope you do felt so sad for this guy because I really believe they want to believe in God, but they can't admit to that. Like the song just says, do you repeat your mistakes? Was felony the perfect closure? Sometimes people do something so bad or they feel so guilty or because their parents divorced themselves, they blame themselves for whatever. And through a felony of sin or anger, they bring a perfect closure, blocking God out. And that's why we have to pray for Our Lady's plans to be successful, that we can live to see wondrous, wondrous experiences. That's why there's three major secrets that's going to cause a tsunami of conversion. Don't stay where you are with Medjugorje. Go deeper into it, far deeper, because wondrous means admirable, marvelous, extraordinary. Our Lady said, faith elevates pain and suffering. 
this man suffers. But I said also April 2nd, 2016, as a mother, I may soothe your pains because I know them. I experience them. Pain elevates and is the greatest prayer. We have to take on the suffering of other people, like this poor soul, whose days all look the same. Without God, what's changing? Just like the wind, it's lonely. It sings when it goes around the cold buildings. And you can't ease the pain. Only God can. God can use the pain of the soul and elevate it and bring the bonds to give him the ability to be with God that his life eternally may go on. What is it going to be like when you can't go to Medjugorje and there's no apparitions besides the annual ones for the visionaries, which you probably won't be able to get next to them as you have some kind of connection with them? We don't contemplate. We don't meditate. We don't savor. We don't stop to realize what we're in the midst of. 
I can tell you, it's so beautiful being at Yvonne's apparitions. And long ago, I was on the mountain. And I felt our lady was telling me she loved me. And these things, when you're in with our lady at the apparitions, you experience things. She speaks to you. You have that opportunity. And one night I felt our lady dive so deep into me in her presence. And that's when I was in the midst of the world and my business. And those chains held me. And I didn't realize it till on the mountain. These things were holding me away from her. I had to break the chains. I had to ask her to do that. But I couldn't give her my heart at one time. It's too much. What our lady asks of you is going to be more than you can take. That's why Paul said, I want to give you solid food, but I have to give you baby's milk. You'll choke. So little by little on the mountains, especially the mountain apparitions, I would give my heart. And it takes courage to do that because you don't know what she's going to do with it. Is she going to misplace it? Are you going to be able to keep it? Are you still going to be able to make your decisions? Can you give total surrender? No, what Our Lady wants from you, what she wanted me on that night, was a paralleling of my heart with her heart. But she didn't say to me, come up to my level. She said, I'm coming down to you. I'm going to parallel my heart to you, and I'll walk with you. And I, like many other people, wasn't in a position. I wasn't the type to just put everything on line. I'd been in business. I didn't want to give that up. But she began to change my mind. She began to show me there's something greater than what I had. She opened my eyes, and then I saw the light. And on that particular night in that apparition, I saw the light. I understood it. She put a soul in my body. Something new. Something refreshing. Something painful. Something difficult. Because it's not easy to give Our Lady completely, no restrictions, and giving your heart to her. And that's why she says, I will soothe your pains. And I can do that because I experience them. And pain elevates and is the greatest prayer. My son, in a special way, loves those who suffer pains. So you can look for a rose garden, but there's many thorns in it. So it's up to you to seize the opportunity. And I believe this guy on this plane who didn't believe in God is going to have an encounter with Our Lady. And she'll come to where he is to parallel the lines of both hearts. And those non-believers, those who've never experienced the love of God, will taste the sweetness of Mother that is coming to the world in the new time that the merciful Father has given to her. You said I love it to me And I don't know what that means So frozen my feet People use it so carelessly And I couldn't believe That you were diving so deep And you said perfectly Everything I've been feeling about you It's time to break the chains that Come on. 
she means when she says that if you put the messages into your life, into a way of life, you'll begin living heaven on earth and you'll feel not the passage from this life to the next. Yes, there's a price to pay. Yes, there's pain. Yes, there's suffering. And I testify to that and many of you could do the same. But what else can we do? We've been introduced to the mother, the queen, the woman of revelations. There's no turning back. We have to walk. We have to live what this woman has given us, who is mother. We wish you our lady. We love you. Give your heart to her completely. Good night.